Rightio, let's kick it off with the man who was the Minister of Agriculture, I think Nathan Guy, 2013 to 17. Have you forgiven Winston yet? <laughs> oh, yes. You have? I have. Do you think yeah, he's, do you think a, he's making good... Winston. Yep, sorry, most people have. Dra- <laughs> Happy New Year to you too, Jamie. Yeah. haven't caught up for a while. <laughs> uh, I uh, had a little social session with Winston and a few others pre-Christmas, and uh, that was good. We were chit-chatting about a whole lot of things. So, yep, he made the decision he did in 2017 for a variety of reasons, and as we all say, that was a moment in history, and we look back and think, what could have been? <laughs> Let, let's have a look at some of these numbers that came out um, midweek around the, the red meat sector, OK? It's now worth $10.2 billion to us, which is still a hell of a lot of money, but that's a drop in value of 11% uh, compared to the previous year, down over a billion. And when we look at sheep meat, the volume is up, but the value is down by 14% to $3.7 billion probably as low as it's been for a while. Uh, when it comes to beef, uh, volumes are up 7%, but the value still fell 9% despite good export income coming out of the United States. We'll start with sheep meat, uh, Nathan. It's a bit of a worry. No other word for it. That's right, Jamie. Tough times for sheep farmers. Um, and I was up in China with some of the meat industry CEs prior to Christmas, had a good look at that market and mutton in particular has been uh, really kicked hard and there's just basically what's happened up in China is they've done a bit of a reset on the back of COVID their economy is slowed it's still 5% growth, 45 to 5% which is significant on the back of COVID they've become a bit more proud of their local uh, production system so uh, it used to be that they looked offshore to imports for food safety and security. Those things are perhaps uh, less of a purchasing point than they were in the past. And there's a lot more countries now with FTAs into China. So all of those things are providing headwinds. And I think also what we shouldn't forget is that China takes a lot of the carcass pretty much nearly 100% of everything uh, in a sheep carcass heads up to China. So it is a significant market. And then the next question you might ask is, should we diversify? Well, we've got a a great FTA with the UK, but once again, there's a price point and companies are thinking about it, but it's very difficult with supermarkets and things up there. But there is opportunity. And we know that India is something that the government's refocused on, and that may take a while Uh, to be realised, but I think there are some opportunities for our uh, red meat farmers to be positive about into the future, but right now I acknowledge it's pretty tough. Yeah, I think if the world economy improves, when and if it improves, that'll certainly help uh, the likes of lamb, which is not not a niche, but a higher-end product. It's going into the the food service industry. It's a wonderful product as well. Now, beef, uh, lamb's down 14% in value, beef's down 9%, and that is despite uh, American beef farmers getting record returns and us getting really good returns for the stuff we're exporting to the US. Your returns are not bad in the US and it's always been a very important market for us, as is China, but historically it's been the US and they take a lot of grinding beef and uh, we always know the cycles in the US with droughts and things and we benefit like we did with uh, the swine fever and the 
Chinese market. We benefited over two years, and that's why prices were at an all-time high, even for you know ewes, gummy ewes that had pretty much finished their productive um, breeding cycle on farm, and they went up into China. They were lucrative. One thing that I do want to mention, Jamie, uh, this coming week, uh, next week, we're going to celebrate uh, all of the lamb that's gone from this market into the UK. Uh, Ag Proud's done a great job. We've got a, a very good function organised on the lawn of Parliament next week. The Agriculture Minister, Todd McClay, is hosting everyone. And we're going to celebrate lamb for what it is. And we shouldn't forget we produce this wonderful product that is full of nutritional benefits and it tastes bloody good. Yep. My favourite meat product is lamb. Uh, let's just have a quick look at how you're faring in the lower North Island where you are, Horofanua, Otaki region. I'm looking at the drought, drought indicator map and you, you're getting a wee bit dry in the bottom the bottom bit of the North Island there, Nathan. <laughs> we are. What's a bit different this year is the heat seems to be more intensive. We've had 30-degree days uh, in January and some hot ones in the late 20s, but the heat just seems to be bloody hot, a bit different to last year. I think most farmers are in a period of having quite a few supplements, although in our case we're eating through them uh, pretty quickly. Preg testing's on for dairy farmers now, so they'll be making decisions about which animals go off. Um, A good, quick, early decision is often the best one, and that, you know, versus milk supply and payout and things, so farmers have to be pretty focused on getting mouths off at the moment if they haven't got enough grass or supplements on hand and they're the decisions that we're weighing up right now. Early decision makers are always rewarded. Hey, Nathan Guy, former Minister of Agriculture, even though Winston costs you your job, great to chat to us. (laughs) Thank you for your time today on the country. Good on you, Jamie. Good on you. Have a great weekend. There we go, Nathan Guy.